Hello, everybody, and welcome to Pastrami Nation Popcorn. Pastrami Nation podcast where we talk all things entertainment, movies, TV, all that fun stuff. Uh, joining me today, as usual, are my co-hosts. We have Mr. Nolan Smith, co-founder of Pastrami Nation. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good. I'm good. I'm good. And of course, the awesome reporter, writer for Pastrami Nation, Rebecca Benson. How are you? Yay. Hello. Good. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, yeah. So um, how are you guys doing this week? You guys, this week's been going good. It's been going good. A lot of things popping up in the in the news world. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's been pretty crazy. Like before, like er- earlier in the year, there was like nothing for like two weeks, three weeks in like January, like nothing completely dead. Relaxed. Dead. Yeah. Like, we even talk about, but like this past couple of weeks has been just hammered with, with stuff. And uh, we talk about some of that today, but of course over the last, what is it? Eight weeks. Um, WandaVision has been taking everybody by storm. It's been taking the internet by the storm. People love it. Um, it was off to kind of a slow start, but now it's one of the biggest shows on, well, television or whatever you want to call it on streaming or whatnot. Um, so you guys are caught up. You guys watched, uh, today's episode. This is Friday. I unfortunately have not, but we will be talking about the episodes before um, just letting anyone listening or watching uh, there will be spoilers ahead for the first seven episodes or is it six or seven? We're on episode eight now, right? Eight. I think eight was today and the nine, okay. the last one for next week. Nine's the last one next week. Yeah. So for episodes one through seven, there will be some spoilers. We're going to talk about what we liked about it. You know, what we think is going to happen and all that fun stuff. I don't, today's episode could have changed all that. I could be totally way off on my, we're just gonna play theory. We're gonna play like that. Like, yep, we're just gonna yep. go with it. Yeah, probably. So, um, so last episode, uh, we left off. We finally got one. You know, we got a big reveal. You know, out of all the reveals out of the whole show, like, you know, episode six, no, three. Uh, Pietro, when did he come in? I, I can't remember. Four. I want to say the it was kid. four, and that was one of the biggest moments. Um, because you're right. I think a lot of people were like, "This show's super slow," or "This show's stupid," but they weren't giving it a shot. No. Uh, Marvel gave something a try that was totally different than anything they did. Mm-hmm. And when you first saw Quicksilver burst on the scene, you're like, because it wasn't Quicksilver. It wasn't the Marvel cinematic right. Quicksilver. It right. was X-Men Quicksilver. Um, and I think that threw everybody for a loop. I keep mm-hmm. seeing things that said, the door is open now. And right. What's that going to mean for what the cinematic universes look like? So that was the first big one. Yeah. That was the first really big one. Um, now, question for you guys. Do you think that's Pietro? Do you think that is Quicksilver? And I don't want you guys to ruin this episode. <laughs> I don't know. So I probably should avoid talking about that right now. Um, well, you know, and I, I can throw in there that um, I want I want there to be, I want that door to be open. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping it is that Quicksilver from the other universe. Um, he has charisma he's likable yeah. he's everything that other quicksilver you know yeah. wasn't so i actually prefer this version of quicksilver anyway so especially yeah. for the credit scene like that you needed his oh his personality absolutely yeah and he he fits it so well mm-hmm. like nothing against you know the other quicksilver he acted the part he was wrote oh he was yeah this quicksilver just right, he shines and it's so hard to say because i'm a I'm a big comic book fan, obviously. Mm-hmm. I never liked Qu- Quicksilver. Never, never. Like, he was stupid. He was a flash ripoff, you know? Right. In comics, he was just arrogant and smug, and you hated him. You hated him on X Factor. You hated him in the Avengers. He was always that guy that came around. He's like, just go away. You know, like, nobody yeah. likes him, you know? It's like, I always knew, like, him as, like you said, like, the, the flash ripoff. Like, that's right. all. I didn't know much about his character, but I just knew he was, like, the flash. Right, and the comics had a really hard time breaking breaking that apart, and I still don't think they've ever done it. I, mm-hmm. They've tried Quicksilver uh, miniseries, and they've flopped because mm-hmm. it's a lot of Quicksilver, you know. So um, for me, from even up to episode seven, because that's what we're sticking to right now, right. you've given us a better Quicksilver than we got in the comics, and I, mm-hmm. I absolutely appreciate that. Not quite the likable Quicksilver that we saw in the X Men movies, because. Right. He was just, you know, punky little teen, 
doing whatever he wanted. Nobody stopped him because he's faster than anybody. Yeah. Uh, but I definitely think we're, we got the best version that we've had in quite some time. Nice. Did you read the comics that any of the series was based off of? So like house of M and all that stuff. You know, House of M, yes, but there's another one that came out that I did not read, and it's mm -hmm. uh, I want to say it's called The Visions. Oh, okay, the comic about Vision, Wanda, and their kids, mm -hmm. and the covers were always done like old, yeah, Rockwell paintings. Um, cool. and to me, it never really grabbed me. But then again, when they pitched this this show, and we knew it was coming out, I was like. Mm, I'll give it a shot, it's Marvel, but I wasn't. This wasn't like Mandalorian hype for me, you know. I was right. like, it'll be all right, you know. The, to me, right now, at episode seven, it's up there with Mandalorian. The story, the characters. Um, I would. I, I want to see where the arc's going, and right. it's oh, it's great. Yeah, it's fantastic, and I, I I know a lot of people have been kind of um complain not complaining but a little bit um. You know, they don't like the weekly releases, you know, they like it to all be in one package at once because we're so used to binging these things. Um, yeah. With that. Thanks, Netflix. That yeah, right. But personally, I think I think it's actually worked in their benefit. I think I, honestly, I feel like if the show had come out like eight, you know, seven weeks ago, I don't think we would still be talking about it. We would not be holding it to as high esteem as it, as it is. And I think it's a really smart idea to you know do the weekly releases especially with the show like this so you can build like the you know i think the last show to actually do that was like i'd say like game of thrones was like the last show i could remember hearing about i never watched it unfortunately but hearing about people talking like at work they'd just be hey did you watch game of thrones did you watch game of thrones but like now it's like did you watch wandavision did you watch wandavision right and i think that that really helps too because wandavision is based off of the decades of tv shows and mm -hmm. so have to wait like yeah know, exactly it's like right you had to wait right and in order for you know that um so uh, last episode episode seven you know we found out that you know agatha hartness that she was you know kind of involved with everything um and then she had her own little catchy theme song which i thought was was legitimately catchy it was in my head all weekend um it's your ringtone huh it it, it will be soon it will be soon. They released it on like Apple Music and Spotify. It's, it's doing numbers. I've heard some remixes that are actually pretty like legit cool. I'm like, dang. But I don't think like like things like that wouldn't have had an impact as much as it had if it was all released at like one time. You know what I mean? Um, but that was another like huge reveal. Like I'm sitting there on the couch with my kids and my family. We're watching it. And I think people had an idea. Like, you know, people knew like it, it was all over the internet. I don't think it was a well-kept secret who Agnes was. Um, but I think it was a secret nonetheless. So when we found out, like I kind of knew, but like the way they did it and the way they went about it was just really cool. They did a good job throwing the swerve because yeah. beforehand we, you know, they, they had said like, there's a character named Agnes. Mm -hmm. Will this be, you know, Agatha? And once you hit that episode where she's like, do you want me to take it from the top? Right. Like, I was like, okay, maybe she's not. You know, maybe she's just a person stuck in there. Um, and then even when she had the witch costume on, you're like, hmm. but I was still thinking like, no, they're trying to throw a swerve at it. They're trying to say like, That's what I thought too. have a similar name, but they're not. And then when she was like, I'm Agatha Harkness, I was like, oh. Mm -hmm. Like that was really cool. That was a really, really cool reveal. And um, I'm just curious to see where it's going to go now. To have two episodes left. So the one that dropped today and next week. Um I'm kind of hoping they don't. I will be I, 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 furious is not the right word, <laughs> but if they're like, all right, this is the end of the series. You have to wait until Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness next year to see what happens. Uh, just I, <laughs> I think that they're going to tie to another series, not because anything we've seen in the show either. Mm -hmm. I think they're just going to. I think they're going to end up tying to Loki. That would be cool. I hope they do because Loki is, you know a god he's a trickster agatha what we saw saying you know it was agatha all along she obviously has power mm -hmm. and Wanda has this ridiculous power um and we know loki's gonna kind of jump around 
from what we see in the commercials. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I don't think we'll see it tied to um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think that's going to be more grounded into, yeah. you know, they're, I think they're dividing the Marvel U um, because you have your grounded heroes, you know, the Captain America and Hulk and, you know, mostly it's fighting in a desert or, you know, military base. Right. And then you have WandaVision, which fits mm -hmm. far more in the realm of Doctor Strange, like you had said. Um, mm -hmm. So I think the, I think that we will see a big connection into Doctor I Strange. Hope so. Definitely. But, um, I think we'll see it tied to Loki too. Yeah, I think we'll. I honestly think we'll see some in um, Spider-Man Three as well. I think that's. I from what I've heard that it's a possibility we might see her pop up because we know wow. Doctor Strange is a huge, is going to be a big part of it too. Um, we'll talk a little bit about Spider-Man a little bit more in a little bit, but um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, are you guys so? I'm excited for all the Marvel shows coming up. You know, I'm excited for Loki and for Falcon and Winter Soldier and. Um, what if, what if looks really cool. Yes, it does. Out of those ones, I'm curious, which ones are you guys, are you most excited for if you had to choose one to watch? Cause I'm, I'm like, I, I'm super excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier. I really am. I think it's going to be great. But after seeing like something like WandaVision and like how unique it was and how just insane, like Falcon and Winter, like I love some MCU and I'm not going to complain about it, but it just feels like more of kind of the same of what we've always gotten. Whereas WandaVision was this totally unique, completely different thing. So I personally, I'm, I'm waiting for Loki. Like I think Loki's going to take the WandaVision baton and run with it, you know, kind of get weird and, and unique and different. Um, what do you guys think? What are your guys' thoughts? Are you guys excited for, for any particular one you're excited for more? No, I have to agree with you with Loki for the same exact reasons because he is the trickster. So you have mm -hmm. all these different possibilities and he can, you know, go through the different realms and, you know, so I think they're, they could like really expand that. Absolutely. I think so yeah. too. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's Tom Hiddleston. So you have this extremely <laughs> likable actor who um, I think he's going to light up the small screen. We're going to. Oh, yeah want to tune in every time and like you had said nothing taking nothing away from falcon and the winter soldier like you know i think you know anthony mackie you know and um they're great uh, yeah yeah they're they're fantastic actors but is it going to retread like winter soldier the movie is it going to retread Civil right. War? um i love those movies but what like you had mentioned wandavision was a breath of fresh air for me loki and what if are tied for the oh, what if for TV series, um, mm -hmm. I think I mentioned it before. Like, I'm a massive fan of what if comics. Yeah. What if yeah. Wolverine? What if Spider Man ever became Spider Man? Uh, what if Ghost Rider was Doctor Strange? You know, all these just like off the wall things. I want to see it, and I know it's going to be you know in a different format, but I want to see it. I want to see where they go with it because. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. And I think it's still, it's still, it still like blows my mind that Marvel's able to pull this off. So they, they pull off something like WandaVision, which is like this completely unique, uniquely different thing that shouldn't work, but it works. But on top of that, they have all these act, like you said, Tom Hiddleston, you know, he's Mr. I'm never coming back for Loki again. Loki's done. And then makes a TV series. Like, like of course he's going to lie. Oh yeah, no, of course. I mean, of course. And it's just like, it's, it's crazy. Like, like I, I know it's Marvel and it's Disney and they have all this money and they're just like, here, go do this, go do this, go do this. And everyone's happy. Um, I don't think any other studio is ever going to match that kind of um, interconnected, you know, media, you know, where you have TV and movies and all of it just being able to flow so well together. Marvel hasn't been able to hit this before because they didn't have control, you know, with like no. the Netflix shows. And I was going to bring that up because it's a perfect parallel. You see like Daredevil or Punisher mm -hmm. that was dropped all at once. And it got yeah. big hype for a week or two. And then it went away. Yeah. Um, and now the, that weekly formula creating the hype, Marvel gets to do this. They get to create the buzz. They get to connect mm -hmm. their TV shows to their movies. Um, and maybe that'll help with some movies that maybe people aren't really looking forward to because I could think of, well, at least one Marvel movie that I'm not super hyped for, but I think that with everything tying to it, it'll probably make it better. Can I guess what it is? Yeah. Captain Marvel too. No, it's actually oh. Eternals. 
Oh, okay. Okay. I thought it was Captain Marvel 2. Uh, Captain Marvel 2, I just absolutely would probably going to hate, but just not like. Hey, Monica Rambeau's, she's going to be in it and it's going to focus on their relationship. And I, I really like Rambeau. I think she's. She's uh she's become one of my favorite characters on the show. Like she's a, her and Wu, her and Wu together are amazing. And Darcy, yeah, I love Darcy. Darcy in there, and you have yes, a you Darcy. have an amazing cast right there. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm still down with. I, I know there's like the fans are trying to get like a Jimmy Wu like X Files type spinoff right. with like him and like Darcy. I'd watch that in a heartbeat. So I have a question. It's yeah. it bothers me. So in the second vignette of this mm-hmm. last episode vision is seen talking to the camera by the funnel of love truck however <laughs> not wearing his wedding ring and i don't know if that was oversight oh it's like a little nugget in oh there. i did not realize that i didn't catch I that either. i didn't catch that i'm gonna watch it and i'm gonna watch it again and, and look look for that what so, so that was after he tried to go through the wall right because after he was that's when he was talking to the camera and then he's like what am i doing Right. Yeah, I need to go home to my wife. Yeah. So yeah. maybe because when he was starting going through that, that gate, like he started falling apart. Mm-hmm. So maybe, no, but then now you raise another question. If Wanda reconstructed him, she made him without the ring. Because she brought his body back. Sure. Right, right. That oh, is weird. Go back and watch that. Is it now. still part of the falling apart? You know what that is. Right. Yeah. Right. I'll have to catch that on the rewatch because actually every week we've been watch rewatching it again before the new episode because it's just something to put on TV, you know, and something to watch. Um, I have to check that out. I thought the last episode was great though, like episode seven where he's just like, I love that scene that you're talking about where he's sitting there talking to the camera and then he's like, what, what am I doing? He's like, I should be going to my wife. He takes yeah. all of it off and like gets up. Like it's such like a good like spoof on like those kind of shows. It's like we the office, Malcolm in the middle kind of right. So yeah. I know because he was supposed to be behind the scenes. He's not. He's not. Right. Is he the show? He's the actor playing that vision. Crazy. I didn't think about that. Oh, I really enjoyed that last episode. Mm-hmm. You know, and of course, you know the reveal of Agatha. You know, it was. It was cool and it was big and it was catchy and they yeah. did it in a WandaVision way. You know, they made it memorable. They put the catchy theme song, they made it, you know, old timey, and that's what made it work so well. And the actress, she's she's doing a fantastic job, mm-hmm. you know, from from being, you know, Agatha to the one that's, you know, uh to take yeah. it from the like yes, like you're you're like I, I'll tell you right now. Reading comics growing up, never once would I want to see a cinematic Agatha Harkness. Right. Now, <laughs> Sorry, I'm not interested in the character. She never appealed to me. Um, but in WandaVision, they, they make you care and want to learn more about this character. So mm-hmm. kudos on that. Yeah, it's like, you know, Catherine Hahn. Like, she uh, she's amazing. And, like, she's one of those actresses that just shows up in things. And, like, she'll make anything. Like, she was in, uh, like, a good handful of episodes of Parks and Rec, which I, you know, love that show anyways. But, like, whenever she was on, she was my favorite part. And, like, she's just got that, like... She's just perfect in this role and like perfect in all the other roles she's done. And yeah, I think she definitely makes that character. So yeah, okay. drop some comments. Let us know what you're thinking about WandaVision and Kevin. Yeah. Drop us some a message after and let us know what you think about the second last episode. I will definitely do that tonight. Actually, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to go go do that. Um, so speaking of Marvel, speaking of all this um multiverse madness and all this weird things going on. Uh, Let's talk about Spider-Man three, which has an official title. Now Um, I don't know how many people listening or watching have been catching up, but we were trolled pretty good in the middle of the week um, by all three co-stars of the Spider-Man movies. Um, We had three different titles, none of which turned out to be true. so they all have the word home and I love that they're committing to the home bit. And I love that they're kind of making fun of the home bit and they're like, this is kind of ridiculous, but we're going to do it anyways. Um, I'm just going to read off the fake titles real quick. So let me know your guys' favorite before I move on. So we have Spider-Man phone home, Spider-Man home wrecker, Spider-Man home slice. Which one caught your ear when you heard those three, which one were you like, that could be pretty cool. Even though you probably knew it was fake. Right. What do you think? I like the phone home. <laughs> phone home was great. I love phone home. I thought that was <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and even had like the green font, which I was kind of thinking to be like, you know, Green Goblin, and like, you know, so that's what kind of made me think. Wait, are they no? Like, no. <laughs> Going with the phone home name. Um, which one did? Which, which one? Which one would you like out of all three, Nolan? Uh, you know what? I, the one that I thought would be real, and for very stupid reasons, because the story would suck, was Homewrecker. And right away, I thought like Happy Hogan's gonna like. <laughs> cheat on aunt may or something and i'm like oh my god like no like i like happy hogan as a character don't do this to him right i love happy and that would have been horrible workers have been through enough i mean how many uncle ben's do you have to lose in this world like no but i really thought, i was like they're gonna pull a fast one you know right and and um Mandalorian, so. right? and as we know we were figured out the next day none of those obviously um <laughs> Which one I, I like? I actually like Phone Home. I thought Phone Home was legit. I thought it was a cool like throwback to like ET yeah. and stuff. I thought it was going to be like one of those like because uh, that whole series has kind of been like John Hughes inspired kind of um, vibes. So I was thinking like, yeah, they could they could go with Phone Home. Like it makes sense for this world. Um, but then Home Slice, I saw Home Slice too, and I was like, okay, like that one's pretty cool too. But um, but the actual one is uh. No Way Home. Spider-Man, No Way Home. Um, first of all, I'm curious how far they're going to go into this home, like uh, part four, part five. I'm trying to figure out possible titles for those. I think it's going to be three. I think we're going to have three based on home and then and maybe then, based on another arc. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. Um, but yeah, um, so No Way Home. Uh, I honestly, personally, don't really have any kind of idea what it means. I mean, obviously, at the end of Again, there will be spoilers for Spider-Man Far From Home if you guys haven't watched it yet. I'm sure if anyone's watching this or listening to this podcast, they had to have seen it. It's been a while. Um, It's been a while. But, you know, during the end credit scene, we find that, you know, Peter Parker is his identity is revealed by Mysterio. And he's uh, we can assume essentially he's on the run at this point, you know. So and Doctor Strange has something to do with and all that stuff. No way home. Obviously, he can't get home. He's on the run. He can't go back home. He's got to figure out a way to get home. Um, but then there are the other the multiverse theories about possibly gets lost in the multiverse and can't go home. Uh, everything. No way home. You know, what do you guys think? What are your guys' thoughts? And are you guys excited for Spider-Man 3? Spider-Man 3. Yep. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. All right. So I have two theories of what no way home means. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is the multiverse theory, the getting stuck in the Spider-Verse kind of thing uh, with all the multiple Peter Parkers. And who knows, maybe we'll see some Miles Morales um, and trying to navigate your way through there. And that's where Doctor Strange would come into play because, you know, who can navigate realities better than, you know, the Sorcerer Supreme? Right. So, um, there's that one. But then there's a darker way. It could be like no way home as in like he crosses the line. Okay. And there's no going back. I and think I, that would propel him from being kid Peter Parker worrying about high school problems to, you know, like, right. like I did the ultimate thing to stop a villain. And I, I'm no longer that innocent kid. And that would propel him into the next level yeah. of being a hero. I didn't think about that because he is still, I mean, he's still a dumb kid. Let's just face it. Like he's, he's still a dumb kid. So it's very possible. Yeah. Like how can anybody be duped by Mysterio? Come on. Like he has a fishbowl. Like he's not a good guy. I like, I haven't heard that. I I actually like that one a lot. That one actually would make a lot of sense. What do do you think? See, mine was kind of more literal. Like they were just stuck and there was no way Mm. home. Oh, that would make sense too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I like that one too. And it's so crazy with like, obviously you can't get any answer. I mean, not that, you know, we can just call up Kevin Feige and get answers. And that's, yeah. Right. <laughs> but like, he, he's so like, like, like he's so good with keeping secrets. Like that whole, except for Tom Holland, who apparently just can't keep secrets. <laughs> can't keep secrets. But, um, you know, he has said uh, over the past couple weeks that um, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield have not filmed any scenes for this new movie um, that he's aware of. And uh, he's they're, they're doing the Marvel thing, you know, and they're saying, yeah, no, totally. We're not doing that. And then, yeah, we're going to we're going to do that and not let you guys know on it. <laughs> um, 
but I think it's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be uh, a fun ride, no matter how, you know, depending, you know, I really love how his arc is going in these movies. You know, I think it's, it's great how he's on the run now. And I thought that was like the ultimate kind of, um, you know, that's what he needed to become Spider-Man. I feel like he needed that to become who he was meant to be, so to speak. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, mine was kind of more like the magnets that like won't attract to each other. Like they're just mm. in this realm where they can't like yeah, I love that. Time travel where you can't cross yourself. Right. Right. Oh, okay. So that they're they're like stuck in the almost like WandaVision. Like when the the decades that these movies came out right. in. They, they can't quite get to each other. That is cool. That is really cool. Actually, I think there will be, I definitely do think there, I think there's got to be some, there's going to be some multiverse shenanigans in this. Like there has to be. So I'm assuming we will see, uh, you know, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, whether it's just like, you know, like a, you know, quick kind of, it could be even end credit scene, you know, who knows what they're going to do. But uh, I really like that idea that they're just not lining up. You know what I mean? Like That's actually really cool. I like that. So, I mean, we'll see in December. Um, I can't you know, believe that's not December. That's so like cool. This is going to be a really, really good year for Marvel fans. Uh, if, if you're a Marvel fan, like it's last year, we got nothing. Zero. <laughs> Zero. You didn't get Black Widow. I know. We didn't get Black Widow. We didn't get anything. And I told my family the other day when we were watching WandaVision again, I was like, the second I see that logo again on the big screen, I will probably cry. I'm just letting you guys know <laughs> because I missed it and I, I want to see it. But um, this year we have, what, four, four theatrical releases. So we have Black Widow coming on May 11th, Shang-Chi coming July 9th, wow. Eternals November 5th, and no way home december 17th so oh, they, you know, they moved four huh thor got bumped thor got bumped um thor got bumped i think i mean because I, I think all that stuff was supposed to come out last year so you had black widow shang chi uh, uh as far as i knew so dr strange was supposed to premiere literally the week after wandavision ended so they were supposed to do you know basically lead right into that which i thought would have been really cool but of course, COVID and all that stuff happened, so they moved everything back. So they apparently, from what I hear too, they kind of reworked some of the Spider-Man three stuff to kind of fit in because you know Marvel has that ongoing kind of story, you know, with their all their things, so they have to make it all work like a puzzle. Kind of tie in, yeah, lead to yeah, the exactly. So, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of Marvel stuff coming this year. I'm excited for it all. Hopefully, I, fingers crossed, theaters are opening back up again. Um, I heard that the Cinemarks around here were opening up. So, are you excited for Eternals? I don't know much about it. Um, I can tell you why I am excited, though, um, because so I like the cast. I'm yeah. a huge so Angelina Jolie, obviously freaking amazing. Uh, Camille Nanjiani is one of my favorite comedians of all time. He's just an incredible actor. The Big Sick was just incredible. Like he's done some really good stuff. Um, honestly, I can't remember right now who else is in it. I know those two are in it because those are the two reasons why I'm going to go watch it. Um, I did watch uh, Catherine Zhao, who was directing um, The Eternals. Uh, she made this movie called Nomadland, which I just watched last weekend. Oh, okay. Um, this that was her movie before she went on to do this. Before she went on to do Eternals, but thing is all of her movies before especially nomadland it's this really really meditative quiet drama about rural life and living as a nomad things like that but she the way she her characters develop and the way her characters talk and the way her character like they feel real and like like they're there and like she knows how to work with actors and stuff and so i just feel like she's I have a good feeling about it on that aspect. I feel like she just knows what she's doing. And I don't know if she's obviously this is a higher, you know, budget, higher level, you know, someone from indie film going to a huge Marvel film, you know, yeah. but um, I'm looking forward to it for those reasons. Cause I, I know she's a good filmmaker. I've seen what she can do. She brings like a real personable experience to watching a movie. 
and the those two people that I named off. So otherwise, honestly, I don't know much. About, I don't know anything about the Eternals. <laughs> I don't know. I know kind of who they are. I know the basics, but I don't know. You know, but, but then again, I didn't know much about Guardians of the Galaxy either when they came out. So you're not alone. The Eternals is such a odd choice, but I mm. think that about guardians too uh i think eternals are gonna really expand the cosmic universe of it um honestly like my most experience i've had with the eternals and comics is uh in like the avengers in the 90s mm. uh, they had oh, okay. and cersei was she's a part of the race of eternals right uh, they're like these godlike beings and they treat people like they're like they act like they're a god they act like they're better than really so um mm. i know, you know cersei i know icarus um but other than that i mean it's a lot of cosmic stuff um i know they've had ties okay. to Thanos and, and the inhumans um, oh interesting. okay so um it'll it'll be interesting um they've never really grabbed my attention i actually have a hardcover of the eternals and i've never really? read it <laughs> yeah it's, just, it's sitting there wrapped up uh <laughs> But I do think it'll expand some. I think what we might see is, and I'm going to forget the movie that I saw it in, but it was a Thor movie. We saw a celestial. We saw that big giant celestial kill a planet when he rammed his staff down. When, when right. the commercial was like, talking about where the stones came from, we right. saw that massive armored thing. If you have gods as a team, you pretty much have to fight a celestial. You know, right, like, right, right. Who else do you go against? You're already stronger than anybody in the Marvel U. Like, you're going to have to fight something that can kill planets. So That's true. not super hyped for it, but I, it's a Marvel. I'm going to be there. It doesn't matter. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. Like I'm, I get excited over anything Marvel personally. So, cause it's kind of like, you know, uh, Eli, uh, you know, Eli loves it. So it's kind of our thing. You know, we go to the movies, we uh, Marvel stuff is like our, our thing so it's that's why i get super excited about it um rebecca are you excited for eternals do you know much about it are you nope nope okay <laughs> that's good fair enough, fair enough very fresh to it and just appreciate it for the story yeah and that'll be really cool to see if they can grab somebody that doesn't have any knowledge of it because i don't have much knowledge of it either let's see mm -hmm. how they can grab people with characters you don't care about because even with like guardians uh we i still knew who star lord was he was nothing right. like what you saw, you know, in the comics versus the movies, but I knew who he was, you know, I knew who Drax was again, very different, but I had a connection, you know, I don't have a connection to really any of these characters. So huh. okay. I'll be in the same boat as the two of you as well. Like we'll just go in, <laughs> we'll hope for their, hope for the best, hope it's an entertaining movie and uh, wait for the end credits. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Always hope for the best, man. That's it. What about uh, Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi, uh, I, again, he's someone I don't really know a lot about, unfortunately. Um, I'll admit that. I, uh, I, I'm excited for it, though. I, I, I like that it's bringing in the seven, is it the, the six rings or the seven rings? Seven rings, the Mandarin, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're bringing in, I think it's Shang-Chi and the something of the seven rings, isn't it? Something like that. I can't remember the full title, but they talked about that. So I know who Mandarin is and I know who the seven rings are, so... Well, and I've, again, never been a fan of Shang-Chi, really. Like, he pops mm -hmm. up in Spider-Man comics every so often. Master of Kung Fu. You know, that's his tagline. Yeah. Master of Kung Fu. So, I love martial arts movies. And I think we've had a yeah. drought those as of late. Like, I, I, I want to say the last ones I've ever seen were, like, Ong Bak with Tony Oh, Shah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Those uh, were great. And I loved them. But mm -hmm. we, we haven't seen a lot of martial arts movies like we used to. There's not the Jean-Claude Van Damme's these days, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm excited to see that. And I heard yeah. a rumor that they're going to try to get iron fist a new iron fist like not the one from netflix and right. have him tie into the second shang chi um, that'd be cool i'm a big iron fist fan you know i love iron fist i love the character i love the whole he killed the dragon to get the power so right. tie that in and you got me nice yeah i'm excited for it um i think uh, yeah that, that's another interesting rumor i've been hearing about the um the netflix Marvel characters moving over into the movies. You know, they're talking about Charlie Cox, Daredevil being in Spider-Man yeah. three, and like, you know, which I think would be pretty cool. Like I like Jessica Jones. I liked, uh, you know, Daredevil, yeah, especially the actor. I thought he did a phenomenal job as Daredevil. Um, so, I mean, we'll see, but yeah, I think uh, Shang-Chi is going to be fun. Um, but of course, you know, I think the big one everyone's waiting for is Spider-Man. Like everyone wants to see what's going to happen with Spider-Man. 
<laughs> Spider-Man and Loki are like the top two on my list this year. So yep. um, we will see. I mean, you know, like again, fingers crossed and everything's good. So yeah. So let's, um, you know, you guys have any more Marvel stuff you guys wanted to, to talk about? Um, you guys were excited about. Talk I love about talking about Marvel. So <laughs> what's that? Not unless you want to talk about that new episode of WandaVision. Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. We'll definitely, we'll definitely talk about that next time we do one of these. Though, actually, I think next time we do one of these will probably be the finale or after the finale hits. I bet you it will be. Yeah. So then we could talk about it, and we could either be super upset or super happy or somewhere in the middle. <laughs> happy we'll me. Yeah. We'll see. Um, uh, just uh, yeah. So just a couple more things we wanted to talk about today. Uh, that kind of concludes our Marvel praise section of the the podcast. Um, so let's talk about uh, a trailer that came out this past, last week, but it's still like, it's, it's breaking records online. Cause I think everybody is super excited for it. Uh, it's, it's so weird. It, it's Mortal Kombat. Um, the new reboot movie, uh, which is, it's so crazy how like, it's kind of seemed that trailer has seemed to unite everybody <laughs> just by how cool it looks. You know what I mean? Um, I'm a pretty, I'm pretty big on like, uh, on film Twitter, you know, like I, I like to see, you know, I'm friends with other critics and they, they're just talking and sometimes it could get, the discourse can be just annoying and you're just like, just film Twitter is sometimes the worst, but this trailer has united absolutely everybody and everybody is on the same page that this movie looks awesome. This movie needs to be seen on the biggest screen possible. Now. I completely understand it's not everybody's cup of tea, <laughs> which I'm totally okay with. You know, it's it's totally a niche thing, not a niche, a big niche, but it's still a niche. You know, if you grew up with Mortal Kombat, it particularly, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying I'm not saying girls didn't play Mortal Kombat, <laughs> but if yeah, you're a boy, like original Nintendo system, oh, right. like, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> And that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but I feel like if you were a boy growing up in the nineties, you definitely played a lot of Mortal Kombat. Probably a lot more than you should have. Or if you're a girl in the nineties, you play a lot of Mortal Kombat. I don't know. I'm not being, you know, anyways, <laughs> I'm going to get myself canceled. Um, the, the biggest fighting games to come out because you had street fighter, which was fun. You know, mm -hmm. you like, the, the fireballs, the kicks, the punches. Mortal Kombat came out and gave you blood, and they gave you fatalities. And as a kid, I remember seeing that, and I remember seeing like Sub Zero's fatality, and I'm like, oh my god! Like it was amazing. He just he just did that to a guy. <laughs> um, and that's when the whole you know arcades can't be for kids kind of thing started happening. Right. It was Mortal Kombat. It was the you know the Killer Instinct. It was the ones that had the super bad um, yeah, fatality killer instinct. Um, Mortal Kombat's the one, been the one that's lasted the test of time. Um, mm -hmm. Like there's no Mortal Kombat on the current gen systems, um, right. and it's doing extremely well. Like downloadable characters like um, Terminator, yeah, um, stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, looking at this trailer, I mean, it's it is kind of a dream come true because we had a very crappy Mortal Kombat movie made early in the nineties. It was it was pretty Let's horrible. Back up a little bit here. Um, <laughs> No, I get you. It, it's it's super corny and super. Um, it's it's not it's not great. It's not great. I get but it. But it was good for its time. I love it. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, and I totally now you're like, oh, you know. But we were just happy to see anything that yeah. had our video game heroes on a big screen. Um, there was a Mortal Kombat TV series, which I think did a fantastic job, uh, and it lasted about a season. But they nailed the characters. Um, there's been so many animated movies. DC just started doing some animated movies for Mortal Kombat. So everybody was wondering what this was going to look like. We heard about this like last year, mm -hmm. live action Mortal Kombat happening. We all, I think we all kind of feared the worst. Um, but then again, we did with Sonic too. And look at Sonic was yeah. amazing. So I think this movie's saving grace was getting uh, James Wan to come on as producer because he's, you know, he's produced a, you know, he's directed and produced the Insidious movies and The Conjuring, so he has that really unique style that would perfectly fit within this world. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man, the trailer just like absolutely it gave me chills to be honest with you because I, I I I was kind of fearing the worst when I pushed play. I was like, okay, like what 
are they going to give me? But like, you know, you see that scene, like I, I was sold like from the first, you know, with Scorpion or Sub-Zero just breaking Jax's arms off. Like that was cool. And then yep. you get to the other Sub-Zero moment later on in the trailer when he, he he's just bashing on Scorpion and grabs that blood knife and just does the whole fatality thing. I, I was I was completely sold. I was like, they're going for it. They're doing this. I have to watch it. And I, I think you nailed it. It's it's that nostalgia factor too. Mm-hmm. You know, you have some kind of ca- some positive connection to Mortal Kombat from your past. You're probably going to want to see the movie. Um, yeah, it's probably what you've been waiting for. Um, we don't know story wise. For all mm-hmm. we know, the story can be complete garbage. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not. You know, um, I just need something enjoyable. I don't need something that's going to win awards. I just oh, I want. Um, but they're off to a great start. Um, and I, I know it's going to be at theaters, hopefully, and HBO Max, right? HBO Max and theaters, yeah. I'm hoping theaters are open by then because I need to watch it in theaters. Um, same with uh, Kong versus Godzilla. Yes. So, which I did read today, by the way, that there will be a definite winner. It's not going to be one of those movies where they just kind of like, eh, maybe like Freddy versus Jason scenario where it's just kind of like, you know, whatever. But Who's the guy? Be the winner, Kevin. Oh, Kong. Yeah, thank you. Easy. I think so because they've been calling him Kong and not King Kong. Yeah, exactly. He's got to get the 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 king title. Like title. Nothing against Godzilla. I love Godzilla. Grew up all of it. Everyone keeps on like bringing that up. They're like, "Well, he's king of the monsters." I was like, "Yeah, but he's King Kong, and he's not King Kong yet." So Kong. So yeah, give the man his name. Yeah, give him his name. And, and yeah, I'm the same way though. I love Godzilla too. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not like bashing on Godzilla, but I I freaking I yeah, Kong's I think Kong's got it. Kevin's we'll see. Godzilla. So Kevin's gonna have all these Godzilla fans coming after him and female Mortal Kombat fans coming after him after this wow. goes. Feel free. Comment the heck out of it. Let Kevin know. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I love I love everybody, and I, everyone plays Mortal Kombat. Everybody loves King Kong and Godzilla, and I'm just a, a happy well, happy not, person. Not everybody, <laughs> Eternals, so. not everybody loves what Eternals. Eternals, yep. exactly. Disney, and we have a new trailer from Disney. Oh, that's true. What do we got? We got Cruella. We did get Cruella. We did get Cruella very much. We got a lot of Cruella. Um, I that Cruella dropped as a trailer. Yeah. 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 What did you guys think about that trailer? I, I yeah, you guys go first. Then I can give my thoughts on that trailer. I don't want to get in more trouble than I already am. <laughs> I love Emma Stone. And mm-hmm. I think just from the trailer, she's going to do a very good Cruella. But I'm just, I'm like, come on, Disney, please, no more backstories. Like, can't people just be evil? Do they need a reason why? Good, Good. point. Because we, when you always saw, like, the typical Disney villain, so Jafar. I don't want a backstory Jafar. about Jafar. Like, don't tell me yeah. what made him evil. He's evil. Leave him as that. Or Gaston. Mm-hmm. He's a jerk. Because he was betrayed. Yeah. You know? He's a jerk, you know? Yep. Like, I agree. Um, it looks good though i mean yes. i agree with rebecca that you know emma stone's terrific and mm-hmm. i don't think she's anything i've been disappointed that i've watched so. right and to take on such a serious you know menacing role very different yes we're used so to. i'm excited that she's getting her like a little stretch <laughs> i love i'm the same way i love emma stone she's one of my favorites like i'll watch anything with emma stone she automatically makes anything better um but yeah i just i i don't I don't need an origin about a lady who literally skins and kills puppies. I mean, <laughs> you know, like I, 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 you know, I just hope they don't. Uh, one of my biggest fears is that gonna they're gonna make you sympathize with her. So, like, she's gonna be like, you know, um, like they did with like Maleficent. You know, yep. like they made her. Oh, you know, don't get me started on that one. Do not get me started on that. Or even one. like, you know, I hate to bring this up right now um, in the whole climate we're in, but uh, the Joker. Joker did the same thing. <laughs> I don't know why I just, but like Joker made you feel sorry for someone who's just a psychopath. And like, I'm like, dude, like the guy's like a mass murdering. Like I, I personally, I didn't like it. I mean, I, I know some people did, um, but Absolutely. I thought, you know, but I thought it was of glorifying. I can see the argument of glorifying and justifying. Yeah. A villain. And 
sometimes you don't want to justify the villain because then why is the hero there? You know, right? Exactly, exactly. So like, I mean, I, you know, I love all the everyone involved in these things. I love, you know, you have you know Joaquin Phoenix, Angelina Jolie, um, Emma Stone, you know, and Corella. But it's just like I don't know. Um, I'll watch it. It looks fun. It could be good. You know, I'm well, keeping one hundred and one Dalmatian fans also messaging him. Yeah, top Mortal Kombat female fans. Mm-hmm. And the Eternal fans will throw that in there too. All five of oh, them. Man, if my if my Twitter account goes down after this, <laughs> I work really hard. <laughs> no, but um, no, but seriously, guys, you guys can find me anywhere. Yeah, okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm allowed to have. I'm allowed to have opinions. Um, <laughs> all right. This me, uh, me and Rebecca are going to go play Mortal Kombat. You know? <laughs> And you guys should. It's a great couple thing. And I know, like, I love I, women who play Mortal Kombat are some of my favorite people in the world. It's such a great bonding experience. You guys should 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 play it together because I cannot recommend it enough. And I never want you to be a counselor ever. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it. I have I have good counseling skills. Well, um, like, would be Mr. And Mrs. Smith. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. look at just everything keeps tying together. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Our own multiverse. Of See, we can do that. We can do that. We're going to build this podcast to be its own multi-faceted. We're going to make you go crazy yeah. like walking Phoenix by the time you <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So so before I get in more trouble, um, I, <laughs> you know, I, I, I just need to um, – I hope this doesn't get me in trouble because I am a big fan of Daft Punk. And I know so many other people are. Men, women. Everyone, everyone <laughs> and, and I, uh, I, you know, recently earlier this week, it was announced that they broke up. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm bummed over it. I think there are some incredible musicians that give us some wonderful music. Uh, 28 years of, of Daft Punk. They did the Tron, Le- Tron Legacy soundtrack, which is one of the greatest scores of all time. Um, so I just wanted to say how much it sucks they're breaking up, and um, yeah. R.I.P. Daft Punk, even though they're both still alive and fine. So don't freak out, everybody. Oh, okay. Daft Punk fans are going to come after. What do you mean, R.I.P.? <laughs> yeah, 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 you Daft Punk. Daft Punks. Hey, Kevin, if you want, throw out your Twitter. Let them find you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I definitely will. It's, um, yeah, it's it's Nunya <laughs> at. <laughs> or you will just R.I.P. comment. R.I.P. Oh. <laughs> it's. it's it's a R.I.P. Daft Punk Mortal Kombat's for Boys. Oh, no. Just just uh, t- tag me tag me when you post this on Pastrami Nation um, on the thing. Just make sure to tag me specifically in it, so that people will know where to find me if they need. There, to. there we go. We'll direct all our hate mail. <laughs> you, all of it. Oh, I'm ready for it. Please, I need please, a Twitter meltdown. Nation on Twitter, and we will send it all to Kevin. <laughs> you please, please, out of us. I will send him night and day hate mail. <laughs> please do. I will. I will be. I will be glad. Did I tell you? By the way, I was like, I was blocked by a filmmaker on Twitter. <laughs> like, I was. Why? Well, okay, just here's a quick story. I know we're, we're still, but like, this is fine. Um, so I, uh, she, she blocked a bunch of people, right? Like she blocked like, like, like this whole, this whole chain of people like on Twitter. And I was like, like, what did, so I was like, what's going on? Like, there seems to be some drama on here. I'm going to go look, I go look and I'm blocked too. And I'm like, what did I do? Like, part of me felt like I made it somehow. I was like, yes. I got blocked on Twitter. I've never been blocked on Twitter. I don't know this person, but apparently what she did was she, this is like, so, so like some people didn't get blocked. Some people did in like my little friend, Twitter friend circle, whatever. But like, it was all these like kind of, you know, people who like are critics for like the Hollywood reporter and like all these other people, you know, who write reviews for these other sites, they were all blocked. And I'm, I'm like, and I was blocked too. I was like, Hey, I would take that. Like, you just included cool. with all those uh, high caliber reviewers, so right. So I was like, I wasn't complaining, but yeah, I was blocked. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. Um, apparently, she's yeah. having some issues. So I, I hope she's okay. But happened. I've had comic book writers and artists just block me for no reason, and I think it's because like, really, people will like tag Pastrami Nation and 
Oh. They tweet out, and then whoever ends up in that tweet, if they're furious about it, they block everybody in that tweet. So oh, even though it had nothing to do with said tweet. Yeah. But hey, man, it kind of feels good in a weird way. It's like you notice me. You know who I am. This is like good a, this you guys. turning to the dark side, you know? <laughs> Don't worry. I'll make Pastrami Nation proud. I'll make Pastrami Nation proud. Don't worry. I'll... Uh, all I that hate, yeah. Mm-hmm. I won't get canceled. I will fight this. I will fight this. But, uh, anyways, um, yeah, that was a lot of fun, guys. Um, yeah, so it was, um, you know, a lot of Marvel stuff coming, Mortal Kombat, you know, coming up soon. Mortal Kombat comes out in what, like two, like March, April, right? April, April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are there any other trailers? I don't think there were any other. Not that stuck out to me. No. Um, so yeah, um, I think that's all we got for today. All right, then. Well, let me remind everybody to visit pastramination.com for news, reviews, and more. We are on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest. And you can listen to your podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Pastrami Nation. And we do appreciate all the listens, the likes, the comments. Mm-hmm. And if it's hate mail for Kevin, <laughs> I will appreciate it. So just make sure you hashtag Kevin Hoskinson and then we will. Please. Yeah. Please trend me. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go have you go viral for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> that 101 Dalmatian fans, they're ruthless, man. Oh, just I know. Just wait. I know. They like to kill puppies. <laughs> oh man, and and they like to play Mortal Kombat, and, and they like to play Mortal Kombat. So, dang. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking about Ghost Heaven on Paranormal Astronomy. <laughs> yeah, I might be haunted by a ghost in real life because of you that. might be the ghost. Ghost troll. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll oh. see. All right. I love everybody. I love everybody. Y'all are awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, All right, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, and yeah, keep you know, like us on YouTube. Subscribe so that way you can keep getting the updates about when we put up new episodes. Please. You want to see us talk about something? You see a new trailer, indie film, anything cinematic going on? Shoot us a message, yes. and we'll be glad to cover it. Sounds good. Awesome. All right, everybody. Well, you all have a good night. Bye, everyone. We'll see you next time.